and welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man thinks. Please enjoy this teaching, and if you want more, visit the website at halesowenapostolicchurch.org. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to continue this week um, with a sermon that we did last week. And the more I, I looked about um, relationships and, and, and what it is, the more I realized that, you know, you know what God uh, wants to do in us, with us, and through us. And so it became, you see, you know, and when we, we started um, today's uh, welcome with perilous times, you know, this is the, one of the worst times that we've, this world has ever seen. It's not what we think, you know, that the children who, who grow up today will just, will, will, just, will just think that, well, this is the world, and they won't know any difference. They won't know any difference at all, you know, that children today, you know, they are headstrong. Um, and so it's so important that, that we as Christ, Christians keep strengthening our relationship with God and, of course, our relationship with each other. That's the strength that God wants us to have. We are not alone. And anyone who thinks they're alone, then there's a problem already because they're not trusting God or their family of God either. So important. So it's important. But it's, it is easy. It is easy to see how... Uh, relationships uh, in this world is definitely the most important thing that we have. Without relationships, then we're going to be in big trouble, aren't we? We're going to be on our own, and God has never wanted us to be on our own. And so it's important. Don't forget, right from the beginning of this, this world, no matter what anyone likes to tell us about anything else, God created us in his own image. He decided he would give us a body, this flesh, and, and, you know, and a, a, a way that he would provide us um, with an earth so each one of us can live and survive upon this earth. And, and also, he wanted his, his creation to prosper. He wanted us to be happy. He wanted us to succeed. He wanted us to, to love and, and have families and all the rest of it. So that's really important for all of us. Most of us were not uh, brought up in a, in a uh, Christian home. And yes, some were. And yet people really never got to know much about God, did they? It's, you know, it was just going to church and, you know, and I'm not being detrimental. It's a fact that, you know, that most of the people that we have, um, have spoken to who have been to some churches and really know incredibly little scripture. Um, and I even had one young man come to come to see me this week, and it was absolutely apparent that although he believed and believed he was saved, he had no idea of the scriptures. And so this is another uh, young man that's been going to church and work with the church and all those things. It's there. Everyone we speak to, we have an opportunity to minister and to see what it is. Why is it then? Why is it? It is because of the lack of teaching. 
My, we, every time we go back to Jesus's instructions to the apostles, it was quite clear, go and tell everyone and go and teach everyone. You know, that's it, full stop, you know, no other stuff. If we don't teach them, they'll never know. And so it's so important that we have it. But it has been so apparent to me in my, in, uh, you know, and, you know, and in my life and with, and with Linda's life, that most people have ended up with their own religion, no matter what church they go to. And, it, and it's simple, and you know, and I, I, I speak to them, and even this week I've had, you know, I've had all the, you know, all, all the platitudes that, you know, I'm all right, I believe, I'm, you know, I, I'm okay, you don't need to tell me anything about the Bible, Mark, and I'm a good person, you know, and I say my prayers, I don't need any more than I have, I'm, I'm okay, you know, I, oh, and there's another one again this week I've had. People not going to church and who turn around and say, I'm in the worldwide church. I'm okay. They are not okay. Not okay. It is not what God asked for them. And you know, and he, you know, someone said, Oh, I'm all right. I know I've got God inside me. And if you'd speak to them, you'd go, Well, that doesn't seem to be the same God that I've got inside me. But none of these statements that people make are true. None of them are true unless they're backed up by, by being saved, going to church, learning of God, and doing what God has asked us to do. It is too simple. It's not difficult. And so it's exactly the same to us. And so how important is it, you know, is to follow what that commission that God gave us is to teach, is to learn the, learn the word and go and do what he's, what he's asked us to do. So it's so important that, you know, that, that, we, that we read it, we study it, and we put it into action. It's, it's no good doing a bit of action. If, you want, if you, want a bit, you want to be blessed by God, you know, we get blessed for, you know, for what we do. So it's so important for all of us. So it's so important for each one of us. And I'm going to repeat this until Jesus Christ comes back. It's so important for us to study the word, to learn it, and, and put it into action. God's way, God's family way. Then um, that's why he wants to support us when we're in his family and we can walk with Christ. And so it's the father's way for his children. And if we believe that we're the children of God, we should listen to him, shouldn't we? Um, it, it is so important. And he calls, it, he calls himself the father. That's one of the titles he's called himself. And he calls us his children. I think it's beautiful, you know, and, 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 and it's, well, it, this is simple. It's ever so simple for children to be re rebellious. We've only got to look at our own. Amen. We've only got to look at the world today, you know, but don't forget we're children also in this gospel you know some of us have just just began you know and you know and and, and, and so it, it, it's okay it doesn't doesn't matter where you are we grow bit by bit step by step and we put into our lives what god is trying to teach us and, you know it, it is important because that's the reason why he sent jesus christ you know it, it's it's so important that the, the Old Testament failed, failed to, to follow what he said. And so he knew we needed, he knew we needed to help us. So he sent his only begotten child. And people said, what does that mean, Mark? It means that God made this one different from the rest of us. It was not flesh that made him. Yes, it was a woman, but it was by God's spirit 
Mary made this child a virgin. So there was no sexual innuendos at all. He just planted the seed full stop. That's what God can do anything. He could have used, he could have used anyone anywhere, but he used Mary. And I believe that he did it because of Mary's answer. Whatever you say, let it be done to me. Isn't that amazing? What faith did she have? That's incredible. But God needed this body of Jesus Christ because he tells us that, that you know, anyone sees God, you know, he, he shall die. So he needed it to shield himself and he used Jesus um, to, to live in and be with this man, man, the same as us to live in. So he could show his great power, his miracles, his wisdom, his love, his healing and all these things. And, and of course, he used Jesus to teach the message that the world needs to hear. And so it is. And so when, when we know this and when we begin to learn, it's a message of love. It's not a message of punishment. It's not a message of control. Each one of us have control to do whatever we want to do. We have control to sit and listen to this and make notes or, or take note of what's being said or, you know, or we don't bother. It's simple. It's us. It's entirely up to every individual. But what does God want? God wants to help us as much as he can. But we know man from the beginning was rebellious. You know, he just, he just couldn't see, well, if I do this, you know, God will give me this fantastic life. But today, I know. You know, you know how many countries I've been to, and I've seen some great things, but I've seen some incredibly poor, atrocious, horrible things as well. It's a hard life for us all. Every single one of us have our own battles. Every single one of us have things that, you know, wonder why has this happened to me and all the rest of it. You know, but God knew that. And when, when you look at our country and you, you know, compare it to other countries, you know, education, lifestyles, family, houses we live in, the, edu you know, the, the people that we've, our upbringings, our parents, hey, and around the world, different temperatures, different landscapes, and you name it, you know, I wouldn't like to live where the Eskimos live. I also wouldn't like to live in the desert. I mean, the two places I've been, and one, I didn't like the, the extreme cold, and two, I didn't like the extreme hot. So I'm thankful that I live in the UK where we have it all mixed up. Hallelujah. And that, that, that's brilliant. But all the lives are vastly different. Every life, the cultures and everything are completely different. So it's a, a, man, it's a hard battle of life because of sin and because of what man has done to the earth and what man thinks is right. It's a mess, and we can see it's a mess. But he wants to separate us from the mess. He wants us to come out of this mess and, and see that, although it's there and we battle it and everything else, but he wants us to come out to know that he's there and he's with us and he's guiding us and, you know, and, he, and he's asking us to help him as well with this message. So he wants us. To be separated from man's worldly wise thinking. Now, how much clever we think it is. And we have got clever people. There's no doubt about it. Some brilliant people. And, um, you know, so it's important that we separate what the world does 
from our life with Christ. If it's exactly the same, we haven't moved um, out, out of it. And so that tells us we've got more work to do. Not punish us, just tells us we've got more work to do. And guess what? God doesn't mind. As long as we're honest with him, he'll be honest with us. We know we're joined with God by his spirit and his word. You know, it's brilliant. Word and spirit, spirit and word. And he tells us what that's what he's looking for from his people. He's looking for those to worship him in spirit and in truth. And it's important that every day we have an input of God's spirit. Every day we have an input of his word. Every day we do our own study as well. It's the strength, the words are the strength. It's the bread of life. I'll tell you what, you stop eating now, today, and don't eat. Don't eat anything for as long as you can. Let's see how you feel. It's exactly the same spiritually when we don't eat of the word. Amen? Can we have some volunteers who's going to try stop eating for, for 10 months? Hallelujah. Yes, I'll, I'll make it a little bit lighter, um, David. Make it a little bit lighter. We'll stop eating for 10 years and we'll see how we get on, okay? Hallelujah. It's important. You see how we quickly die if we don't eat? It's the same as, it's the same as church. It's the same as not going to church. It's, you know, you're never going to survive on your own. Never. Because we're all weak. Every single one of us are weak. Life gets in the way. Your thinking gets in the way. So important. And yet, if we let God lead us, let him, let him dwell in us, allow him to lead us, allow him to teach us, allow him to do the things that, that we're learning, allow him to, to change us so we, can, so we can become these better people, to become better Christians. Don't forget also, that's, that's so important that we become better Christians also. Showing Christ in all we do. This is it. It's, it's showing Christ in, 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 in what we're doing, how we do it, you know, and therefore making a better life, not just for us to make us happier, but for those around us. Isn't that marvelous? If we put good things in our lives and share them, we, we do good things for everyone else. Our speech, our thoughts, our, our comments, our way that we are. It, you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant way to do it. I mean, I, I had a young lady at the, at the gym yesterday, you know, and she said to me, why are you always smiling? And I went, do you really want to know? You know, and she said, she said well, yes. I said, really, really want to know. She, you know, I'm playing up now. And she said, yes, I really want to know. And I said, it's because of what Jesus has done in my life. Well, her face changed. You know, hallelujah, it's okay. Um, you know, but I carried on. You know, while she, while, while she stood there, while I was on my cross trainer, I carried on speaking and she just looked at me with eyes open, you know. And of course, um, she, uh, she, <laughs> she avoided me for the rest of the gym session. Hallelujah. But... We give it out. We give it why. Why we believe that we're happy, and I don't just believe it is, I know it is. And, and the things that he, he can do through us are just amazing. This Jesus set the scene for the whole world. 
That's what he did. He came, he brought this message. He said, though, and in those gospels, it's incredible, you know, just keep going over the gospels. It's incredible. The teaching in the gospels, what the teaching he gave to the apostles, what they've got to go and teach the rest of the world. And so you know, then they wrote that new, the rest of the New Testament based on their experiences. It's incredible, isn't it? So we will be able to look at exactly what happened, how they solved it, what they did, no matter what the problems were, how they got through them. You know, and, it, and, it's, and we, we've got to be more like these disciples, which were filled with the Spirit daily. They, you know, asked to be filled every day with the Spirit, and, and we, we have to do that. What, what did they do? They worked when they, those disciples got, you know, started in the New Testament. They worked. They spoke to people all the time. They got them saved. They, dis, they discipled them, set up house churches. Have a look. They set up house churches there. And, you know, and that's how they, they, they did. They chose, they chose leaders and, they, and made sure they were all filled with the Spirit and were, and were, and were looking at the Word and, and making sure the Word was there, and then went round just to check on them to make sure they're doing okay. That's still the same today. But the difference is, we're Christ's apostles. We're his evangelists. We're his pastors, teachers, and prophets. We're his disciples. We're his workers. We're his soldiers. You know, we're his children. All those things are just all descriptions that God gives his people. We are the family of Christ upon this, upon, upon this earth. And it's important. And it's this relationship that we have with God that should flow to others as well. And that means within the, it starts, you know, it starts within the church. But also, you know, it's, it, it's so important that fighting evil is going to be our battle. You know, and, and where does it start first? And, and, and as Ben prayed, it starts with prayer. It starts with prayer. Prayer has got to be the start, you know, fighting against these spirits, pulling them down, rebuking them, binding them, and all those things that we've read in the Bible. It's so important that we just don't give up um, on, any, on any of it. It's beautiful. And it's because of this relationship with our Father that we can call him Father and go to him at any time. It doesn't matter where we're in. And, and it doesn't matter whether we're new babes, whether we're having the milk of the words soon, or, or whether we're, we're, we're mature, whichever session that you're in, um, it, it doesn't really matter. It's what God has given you and what you've got you can actually give out you, you know, people think you know in their worldly thinking you know they've got to know the whole bible well guess what no none of us are going to do that none of us are going to know the whole bible but the more we learn the more we give the more he gives us it's it's an incredible thing to do my father you are our lord you're our master lord and you, you call us your friend and you, you, you call us your, you, you call us lots of things. But, Father, we've got to really look sometimes that, yep, you're the giver of everything, but also you, you are our Lord and, and we should follow what the Lord um, asks us to do. It's like having a boss at work. If you don't do as the boss says, you're in trouble. Well, in the spiritually, if you don't do what this boss says, you create your own trouble anyhow. No one else um, creates it for you. 
for every single one of us, you know, that when we're saved, he said, this is who I am, you know, I'm, I'm a supplier of all your needs. He's our best teacher. He's our best healer, and especially of our past. Don't forget, it's not all about physical healing. Healing. We always look at the physical healing, but for me, healing people's pasts, getting rid of their hurt, their pains, their 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 their, their frustrations now, and and all those things, you know, are, are so important because God does not look on the outside; He looks on your inside. You know, it's, it's on the inside. It's, you know, it's the soul is going to save. It's not the flesh. We're going to get a new body, and some of you will say hallelujah, and I'm getting exactly the same as that now, as, as my body is getting older. I understand now. It takes our soul. It takes us, our knowledge, our experiences. Everything about this life is us. You know, it, 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 that's us. Our kindness, our love, our goodness, and the more we show, our soul is growing. You know, it's beautiful. And then we get placed into a different heavenly body. Amen? You know, that, that's wonderful. So we've got to keep looking at the inside. And we can tell what's in the inside by what comes out of this mouth. Amen? We can tell. It's important. You know, you've just got to read the stories in the Old, Old Testament to see how God was trying to give them all these rules and regulations, you know, and, 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 then, and, then, and then, then, then used all sorts of people. He, he used incredibly clever people, not many times, only a couple of times, and all the rest were just ordinary people that he, that he, that he called, and just like us. Just like, you know, I'm not saying you're not extraordinary, but he calls ordinary people. It's important that we see this. It's ordinary people who knew nothing, he, you know, he called. And he, and he, and he, and he, and it's, but he, but he does give us scriptures that, you know, hey, come on. You know, and, and in the New Testament, he tells us, if these stones shall not cry out, you know, he'll, he'll make something cry out. In other words, if we don't do it, he'll use someone else. And I don't want that. I want the best for each one of us, you know, you know, you know, and it's not selfish starting with myself first. Hallelujah. Because if I can get more, I can give more. If I can do more, I can do more. That's the way that God works. But I want to share that with you so you can, 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 can receive as much as you possibly can from, from the Lord, you know, <laughs> and when I, when, when, when I look at some of these people, you know, and what they did and the, uh, the problems they've had, we've had nothing like their problems. You know, just, just pop into to the book of Job and read what happens to him and his struggles after that. My Lord and his three best friends who you know, just bashed him to pieces. Hallelujah. And even, and even Job thought, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, what, what, what's all going on? And then, and then God even told him off at the end. <laughs> and then open the door of blessings. But that's just one example. For me, I go to the New Testament and I see that, that incredible man, Paul, of, of, of what he went through um, to do what he had to do. And, and it's, so, it's so important, you know, that, 
you know, trials, tribulations, seven times he was, he was you know, lashed 39 times. He was, he was, he was starved, shipwrecked. All the people turned against him. They wanted to, you, you name it. He, he, he had a life, you know, but I, I love, I love that, that end bit when he turns race. I've kept the faith. I've ran the race and I've kept the faith. Man, how did he do that? Because he knew his relationship with the father and he knew the word and he stood upon the word and he didn't, he didn't moan and complain. He just kept going on and it's okay moaning and complaining. We've got people in the old Testament like Jeremiah is going, Oh, what about these? What about these wicked? Why are they prospering? You know, what's wrong with you God? I paraphrase that by the way, um, you know, but it, it's important, you know, so it, it's not that it's number one. It's us. And Paul, 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 Paul had this in incredible um, job to, to write most of the uh, epistles in the, in the New Testament. And it's taking some of these things that we can see, you know, what Paul's instructions were to the, to the Christians there. And I've got one from one, uh, 2 Timothy um, um, 10, 10 to 12 and 16. But you have carefully followed my doctrine manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, suffering long, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me Antioch, at Iconium and Lystra. That's this is Paul. Look what happened to me here, he said. And what persecutions I endured, I love it, I endured, I endured. Um, and out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Isn't that incredible? No matter where you are today, no matter where your life is, the Lord knows. And if we persevere and persevere with him and, and have patience and all the rest of it and do what he's asked us to do, he will deliver us. That's his promise. Yes, he says. And all who to desire to live godly, godly, not as the world lives, godly, in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. You know, it's not nice, is it? But it's important that we understand if we're not persecuted for our faith, what are we doing? Hallelujah. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Profitable for doctrine, that's for teaching. For reproof, for reproving us, for correcting us, for instructing us in righteousness, the right way of living. Yes, and all, and you know, and, and, and because of that, you know, what happens? Verse 17 tells us that the man of God may be complete. Isn't it wonderful? It's this word again. Um, to live godly in Christ, Je in Christ Jesus, thoroughly equipped for every good work. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And that's what he wants. He wants us to equip us. The, the, the change the Father wants in every single human um, being seems impossible for us. But he's not for God. It's not for God. You know that. If you, could, if you could rewind the video of Linda and my life, you will look back on our video and go, dear me. Well, how did you get involved? What was you doing there? Why did you watch that? Why did you do that? Why did you say that? Why did you, and it's the same for everyone's life. 
No matter what, we'd like to think how good we've been in our life. No. But the beautiful thing is, God knows. How oh, he knows and he wants to feel, wants to love, and, and, he, and he wants to give. But what a change for all of us. It's marvelous. Right, I'm just going to give you some teaching from Luke. It's beautiful. It's, you know, this is, this is just some of the teaching God gave in the Gospels uh, to his disciples. Okay, so it's important because this is where he started. And, you know, they must have looked at Jesus when he was <laughs> giving this scripture. The way. They must have been amazed, like, what is wrong? But they didn't, did they? They did it. Luke. Luke 6, 2024. 20, uh, this is the Beatitudes in Luke. It was nowhere near as long as the Beatitudes in Matthew. But I'm just going to read a couple of points from it because they're so important because it, it should change our thinking. Verse 20, Luke 6, verse 20. Then he lifted up his eyes towards his disciples and said, Blessed are you poor, for the, yours is the kingdom of God. Oh, here we go. We didn't want that. We don't like that one, do we? Blessed are you poor. Oh no, God, I want to be rich. God, I, you know, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. That's, that doesn't sound a very good gospel to me. And even the Jews believe that those who, who prospered in money were blessed of God. That, 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 so the more money, the more blessed they were. Uh-uh. New Testament. Be really careful. We're going to read a couple of those scriptures in a minute. Verse 22. Blessed are you. <laughs> Blessed are you when men hate you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some people I know there, you don't, you don't want to be hated. You don't want to even be disliked. You don't want anyone to say anything bad about you. Guess what? Get over it because they're going to. They say it behind your back anyhow. Amen. Mm. Blessed are you when men hate you. And when they exclude you and revile you and cast your name as evil. Why? For the son of man's sake. Because we stand up for Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it wonderful? But, you know, I want to see your faces now. That's why I've left everyone on the screen this week. Because this is so important now. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, okay, we've got a few doing it. Yeah, yeah, a few nods. These are not real smiles. They are called wry smiles, you know. Mm, okay, well done, Wendy. You smile like that's beautiful. It, it's important. Yeah, ben, yeah, Ted's laughing. Can you see Ted laughing? Ted's laughing. Yes, yes. It's so, it's so totally different from man's thinking, isn't it? Massively different, that man's thinking. Why? Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. For indeed, your reward is great in heaven. We'll get our reward here on this earth. Don't get me wrong. But everything you've got on this earth will disappear. Every bit of furniture, every clothing, every bank account, every home, every car, everything will disappear. So massively different <laughs> to what we think or what we even want. But I'll promise you, don't worry. 
you want some of the earthly things god will give them you but we've got to give him what he's asked us to give him first it's because he loves us it's because he loves us and i keep saying repeatedly he wants the best for us and he knows what's best for us and not what we think is best for us but what he knows is best for us he won't give you the things that are bad for you he won't give you stuff that will take you away from him it's pretty simple listen We've got enemies in this world, whether you like it, or whether you don't. Every single one of us, no matter how nice you want to be, they don't like you. They don't like what you say. They don't like what you stand for. They don't like our attitudes. They don't like some of the things we've said. And some of them can't even stand being with us. Hallelujah. It's okay. It's okay. What does it matter? What does it matter? If it's because we're talking about Jesus, it's okay. But if not, it is just showing us we need to change. Amen? Simple stuff. It's just simple stuff. People, <laughs> people will always believe in what they want to believe in. Always. Always. And, you know, it's important, whether it's perspective, whether it's opinion, and whether it's pride in saying, I'm right, even saying, I know who I am. There's, there's, there's that, that doctrine in the world. Oh, I know who I am. I don't need it, you know, and all this. You know, it makes them their own God. And some would believe, even give an excuse for their actions. This is believers by stating, oh, it's okay. God knows what I'm like. What? That's another statement I heard this week. You know, it, it's incredible. You know, God does, does know what we're like. He knows who we are. And that's why he came to change, to change our minds and our hearts in the world. And that's why he said to us Christians, I will transform you. He didn't say I might. He said, I will. So he's telling us he's working with us. No matter what we think, well, where we feel, where we are, what's going on, whether it's whether it's COVID, whether it's disease, whether it's mental problems, whatever it is, he says, I will. I will. It's just beautiful. I shall transform you by the renewing of your mind. You see, most of our actions start up here. They start up here. And when we start thinking things and saying them, we believe in them. It's incredible. So stop saying the things that we don't believe in. It's incredible. It's, it's too simple. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to uh, Luke 6, 24 and, and, and 26. Okay, remember, we've got all these promises, but then Jesus always makes sure we realize there's the woes, there's the, there's the things that, you know, if we don't do, that's going to happen to us and all the rest of us. And I'm just going to read a couple from uh, uh, 24 and 26. But woe to you who are rich. And we know all the statements about rich. You've heard from Linda this morning, you know, riches don't get you to heaven. Full stop. You know, if you're given riches, God expects more from you, not less. Hallelujah. It's so important. But woe to you who are rich, for you already received your consolation. You've already received your reward. If you want the riches, you've got them. That's it. But woe to you. In other words, you're in trouble. And woe to you when all men speak well of you. 
Isn't that fascinating? He's just so away from our thinking. Oh, Mark's a nice chap. Oh, he's a nice chap. Well, I tell you why you go, go to the gym and, and you'll get a, you'll get fifty different answers about Mark because I've done fifty different things with people that I've spoke to, but every one of them, I would have spoke to them somehow about Jesus Christ. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. Amazing, isn't it? Well, nothing like we think. It's, it's, it's incredible. So do you, want, do you want some more? Nothing like we think. I'm going to do a few more here. Um, Luke 6.27. Um, and I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures out now. I can send you all this afterwards because there's loads more scriptures, but I'm just going to do the highlights today. Wow. Again, nothing like we think. You ready for this one? Love your enemies. Love those who hate you. It's brilliant, isn't it? Verse 27. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And pray for those who spitefully use you. When we react with all these people who say wrong things to us, who look at us wrong, who do wrong things with us, we reply with, with vehemence, profanities or whatever else it is, and moan and complain and everything else. You're already out of kilter with God. If they hit you, let, let them hit the other cheek. If they rob from you, you get, ask ask what else they want, and if they, you know it, it's don't ask for stuff back, and, and you know everything else. And there's a beautiful scripture there in 31, and just as you want people to uh, do to you, you do to them likewise. Isn't that a balance? Isn't that a beautiful balance in that? You 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 don't want people to be nasty to you. Don't be nasty to them. You want people to, to be nice to you, you be nice to them. What's simpler than that? <laughs> but, verse 32, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. Amen? As is the opposite. It's loving those who do wrong against us. See, this is just massive. And don't forget, this is, this is not, this is, you know, this is, this is, this is the teaching that, that Jesus gave to his people to get their mindset of what they've got to do and how they've got to do it. Verse 35, but love your enemies. Do good and lend, hoping for nothing can return. And your reward will be great. And you will be the sons, daughters of the Most High. It's incredible, isn't it? Okay. Um, so we're kind to the unthankful. We're kind to the evil. We're kind. You know, we, we've got to show mercy to everyone. Why? Just as our Father showed mercy on, on me and you uh, in us. Again. It's nothing like we think. And this is why the father continues to impress on his children who we can be, what, what we can be, what we can do with him, and most importantly, 
what he wishes to do with us. It's incredible. Simple, really. Luke eleven twenty eight says this. Jesus said, more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keeps them. Isn't that incredible? So beautiful, simple statements that we've got are there. You know, no wonder we need teaching. No wonder we need study. No wonder we need to keep going to renew our minds. You know, no wonder we need to read every day. No wonder I need to get up every day and go to the Father and ask him to help me every day. You know, no wonder I, I, when I study the word and, and the words come to me and, and things change and things stick out to me. And, and, you know, and, you know, I can talk to my wife about it, you know, and, and she does the same to me. No wonder we do that because it's renewing our mind daily. It's given us the daily bread to give us the strength to even start the day correctly. So important. The warning again, Luke 6.39. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into the ditch? You know, my heart's intent, my, 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 my whole life is to try to teach you the things of God that you one, you'll get to heaven, but two, you'll get your rewards on this earth and in heaven. By, by trying to give this word of God and trying to impress on you how important it is for you to take your part. I can teach and teach and teach and teach, but until the people listen and take part, it is it's casting the bread to the dogs. It's so important, and that's why, you know, I want us to look at this father and what he's trying to do with us to show he's the best father we're ever going to have. I don't care if you've had a good father. He's nowhere near as good as this one. He's incredible. Simple, isn't it? He gave us a church, his church, to create a family, and it should be a church that we love each other. He fervently with an unfeigned heart, and we're willing to help. We're willing to give, not only of our finances, don't forget, but giving of themselves, time, effort, for themselves first, to learn, to study, to pray, to witness. That's for you. And then for others to teach and, and preach and show them and, and, and for our, our lives to be a good example for all those who are around, our families especially, seeing and hearing the different life, hearing the different speech that we have and the way that we bless and the way that we, 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 we control our emotions, the way that we do all these things. It's, you know, it's God working in us. He will, if we let him renew our mind. We will if we trust God with all of our heart and not lean on this thinking because it's a huge problem for most of us. The more knowledge we gain and put into the renewing of our mind, the better of our life will be and the more blessings we will get. Just a little bit more. Luke 6, 37 and 38. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Full stop. Full stop. Whatever you've done, forgive. Ask God for forgiveness and you will be forgiven. Full stop. Don't ever go back there again. 
give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use it, it will be measured back to you. It's not just the financial giving, is it? It's the love, it's the faith, it's the word, it's the, it's, it's the giving of ourselves. It's helping, it's, it's, it's being a servant, it's, 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 it's generosity, it's kindness, it's self-control. It's all those things that God is trying to, the Father is trying to produce in us by all this teaching and, and of course, by his spirit. If we just let him do it. This is the love of our Father the relationship that he has with us. Last one, Romans 8, 35 and 37, to 39, sorry. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, tests, trials, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril or sword? Question mark. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us, loves us, loves us. For I am persuaded, persuaded, neither life, death or life, neither, nor angels, nor principalities or power, that the good angels, nor the demons, nor the devil, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, depth, or any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is Christ Jesus, our Lord, who came to give us this. Listen. There's only one thing missing off that list. It's you. It's me. It's the I. It's the I. We are the only ones stopping God blessing us. He will not go against our will. He will not force you to do anything. Um, he will listen to your prayers. And, and one thing we've got to do is then action them. He tries continually, continually, continually over and over again to help each one of us. His patience is never lasting. It's true. His kindness never gives up. His generosity we can't even imagine. Everything that he says, you know, the hope that he can give us is incredible. That's our father. Let's be like the man who built his house on the rock, shall we? Let's stand on this rock of his word. So when the storms of life, no matter what they are, whether they're tornadoes and hurricanes, whatever it may be, he tells us when we stand upon that rock, we shall not be moved, no matter what's happening around us. We stand because it's built on the rock, God's foundation of his truth, his word, which allowed us to receive the power of his spirit. Or, like some people who are just flitting and out of church, or don't go to church, or don't do much study, or don't get any teaching, this is what's going to happen. Of course, this is what's going to happen. Because don't forget, we're talking about God's kingdom. But if they built it on the sand, and when that storm came, the foundation was washed away, and they collapse, and gets washed away with it. We know people like that. And that's why when people come to church and that, and I say to everyone, you know, they can't have a faith and get any reward from God by not taking part in his kingdom, in a church, in their own studies, and of course, receiving teaching. So 
The, cho the choice is ours, no one else's. Nothing, no one can stop you. Having this beautiful relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father, and he's got all these promises to you. And I just pray that you can listen to this sermon again and last week's and just get this into our minds. So no matter where we are, what are we doing, how we're doing it, we look at the God's word and say, am I being this child of God the Father wants me to be? Amen.